Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello, and thanks for tuning into this episode of Visibly Fit. I'm your host, Wendy Pett, and I am so excited about today's show because I have a dear friend with me uh, that will be with you as well for the next half hour or so. And we will be talking a little bit about hmm, how science and theology can coexist. Yes, that's right. My guest today is Dr. Paula McDonald, and she brings lifelong experiences, challenges, and God moments to life to all that she meets, and she really does. Along with a Bachelor of Science degree in biology, a master's and PhD degree in theology, Dr. McDonald speaks from authority regarding science and the Bible. As a former educator and having been awarded the coveted Christy McAfee um, teaching Excellent Awards, uh, excuse me, the <laughs> Teaching Excellent Award for the state of Texas, Dr. McDonald uses her expertise as an instructor and has the ability to bring difficult topics to life. A dynamic speaker, yes, she is. Uh, she resonates with a variety of audiences because of her ability to relate to others in a personal and lighthearted manner. Despite the incredible health challenges that Dr. McDonald has experienced, which we will touch on in this podcast, her message to live today will inspire you to get up, keep going in the midst of any storm. And so I want to bring in Dr. Paula McDonald, my dear friend, that has written a book that is absolutely fantastic. And I can't wait to share more um, with that with you. And the title of that book is Live Today, Abundantly Connecting to God. And it's called, um, uh, what she talks about is Theosynthesis. And that is the coexistence of of, uh, theology and science. And so welcome, Dr. Paula. How are you? Hey, I'm doing so great. How are you? I am fantastic. It's so great to have you on. I had you on my TV show, uh, but I thought, man, we got to get you on the podcast because so many people need need to hear your message. And and I know that I've shared this with you before, but when I first picked up your book, I mean, I could not put it down. It is absolutely fantastic. And a few of the chapters, I thought, did I write this chapter or did Dr. Paula write this chapter? We are so in alignment and on the same page. Of course, you use bigger words than I probably would have used, <laughs> but um, just an incredible um, book. And um, I love the concept of theosynthesis and people that are listening or watching on YouTube right now are probably saying, what in the world is theosynthesis? So let's start there. Thanks, Wendy. And I love that we can do this with me here in Texas. 
And you up in Minnesota. Yes, I know. Technology. It's a beautiful thing. Especially when it's working, right? <laughs> and I know here it was 102 yesterday. Oh, and today my. we're getting a cold front. So it's 80. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's good. 80, yeah, yeah. 80. We can, we can work yeah. with that. <laughs> so, um, okay. Theosynthesis. I know yes, it's a mouthful yes. and a lot of people don't even want to attempt saying it. But if you just think about photosynthesis, this beautiful cycle that God created on earth for his sunlight and the oxygen exchange and the CO2 exchange and the plants and everything just works beautifully together. But if one little piece of that were missing, what would we have? We'd have no life. There would be no life on this earth. So this one perfect, beautiful cycle is essential for all of life. And so as God laid this word theosynthesis, theos God synthesis in union with, it fell into that same beautiful pattern that he's created throughout life of balance. And that's the balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit, which is what I know you are all about with your show. And that's why we're so aligned and um, in balance, right? That's how God put us together. But this beautiful cycle, then if you replace the S-U-N light with the S-O-N light, the sunlight of our mind, body, and spirit connecting with Him as the center, when we do that, we're whole and complete. When we choose to leave Him out, I say it's, I call it a God gap, that we've chosen to leave Him out, but yet He wired us. Whether people want to believe it or not, He wired us down at the DNA level to know Him but he gave us free choice. So when we choose to say, eh, yeah, I don't care. I don't, I don't need him in my life or he just doesn't matter. Then you have this God gap. And so you're going to fill it with anything and everything because innately, you know, something is missing and therein lies the problem of imbalance. So you have people running around. They don't know why they're so frenetic, but it's because they've left something very important out. And that something is God. And so you're filling it with all kinds of just trash. Yeah. And that can happen, um, Dr. Paula, at any season of your walk with the Lord, which I think is um, important to talk about because I think sometimes, and I know I've been guilty of this thinking, oh, I've got this now, you know, I got it. But once I say I got it and leave him out at all, then you do, you feel the frazzle dazzle, you feel um, just out of sync and we are wired to be in balance. Um, just how God has made us. And so uh, at the cellular level, we feel that. And one of the chapters that uh, talked to me the most that I felt like, oh, I wrote this, <laughs> is when, we, when you started talking about the vibrational frequency of cells. Um, and, and I talk about that as it, as it pertains to emotions, and you talk about the exact very thing. And so I know you've worked um, and talked with women uh, and men about um, just their health in general, and we're going to talk about toxins and that kind of thing and hear your story and how you actually came to where you are today. But just how, how even the, the frequency of our cells and how they are vibrating is a balancing act, right? And so if we are off balance with our emotions, we feel it at the cellular level and that can cause dis-ease in the body. And so let's talk a little bit about that uh, from, from your point and, and uh, as you talk about it in Theosynthesis, your book. Well, here. I'm glad you love that chapter. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> and when we think back to the biology and the physiology of our bodies, 
when we are at a cellular level, and if you think about all the systems in your body, like what is trying to stay in balance? Your blood pressure, our lovely hormones, your body, your body yeah. temperature, every single system in our body is constantly striving for that balance or the scientific word is homeostasis. And so because of that, you can see that God's perfect design is for us to be in balance. And even this vibrational frequency that a lot of people, they're like, oh, Paula, don't even go there. That's that's talking about woo, new ageism. Yeah. And I'm like, now, wait a <laughs> minute. Not. Who created the frequency and the vib- vibrations? And Einstein was right. one of the first to really get notice on this. I mean, he was the one that said all things are vibrating, even even non-living things are vibrating at a molecular level. And so vibration, which means our words even, and our thoughts bring incredible vibration to our systems. And therefore, really awful negative words, toxic thoughts affect us, like you said, at the cellular level. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. I believe so much in the power of the mind. Because I know, and you probably do too, so many women, and I'm guilty of this too, and I really have been working on catching this because we've kind of, it's kind of crept into our culture where it's okay to to cut ourselves down. Like, Mm. oh, Mm -hmm. I'm not smart enough to do that. Or, oh, I'm just getting older. And, you know, oh, these wrinkles and this gray hair and all these things. And we just, those are negative things that are not life-giving to us at all on any level. No, it's so true. I, I think we all struggle with that, whether, you know, you've, I I don't care what age you are. I think there's always that moment where you have that negative thought and you have to catch it and, and have a a flip of the script basically. And that takes practice, right? It's not like it just happens overnight, but it takes practice. And the more you do it, the better you become at it. But let's talk um, a little bit about the origin of theosynthesis and how you God gave you the word and how just it evolved and and then your story uh, with your health and uh, with the toxins in your life and that kind of thing. Well, it evolved uh, mainly because I've always been a health geek, probably like you have. I've just that's why I love I you. My <laughs> family made fun of me growing up. I mean, I've just always been this weird health geek. And But I'm the one in my family who got the weird health issues, these massive, two massive tumors that, you know, I was told, you're not going to make it. You've got these two huge tumors in, in your body. And these happened uh, 10 years, well, 14 years apart. And where were they located? The first one was on my spinal cord, and it had grown from my spinal cord into the right side of my chest. So it was a big old tumor right here. When you say big O, like Texas big O, like with the size of what? Like a small orange. Yeah. 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 So the x-ray just showed. Well, it is. (laughs) And the doctor, um, he actually said this. He said these words. He says, Paula, you have a brick in your chest. I was like, what? Mm. (laughs) Come again? And of course, your whole life starts to change at that very moment when you hear those words. And I know so many people out there have heard those words or are walking through it right now. And it's terrifying. And you just don't know. I was 43 at the time. So, I mean, I was running and peak of my career and everything else and two kids at home and, you know, felt really healthy. I didn't really have any symptoms other than a backache, but because I was a gymnast and a college cheerleader and I did really crazy things to my back, I just thought your back's supposed to hurt at at 43. 
And uh, what I found out later was it was all those years of a tumor growing off of my spinal cord. And it found this little hole to go out into and just blew up in my chest. Wow. That's when it was discovered. Got it out. Two, two massive surgeries. Of course, I lived. They didn't think I would. And here I am. So 10 years go by and I'm running half marathons again. I'm feeling pretty good. And I mean, I don't even have as much as a cough. And I go in for an x-ray for my collarbone. And they said, well, we're really not concerned about this collarbone, but you have a massive growth or something in your lung. It looks like in your lung. And I'm like, wait a minute. I run, go look at that x-ray. And I'm like, wow, there's another big old thing. And this time I look at it and I said, that's in my left lung. Go back to the same surgeon. He's like, Paul, I can count on one hand in my all my years of thoracotomies and surgeries. How many people have had to do two of these on? So I just told him, please make my scars match because now I've got one. <laughs> I want on each make side, front to back, and a bikini. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's not happening anymore. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that. So anyway, here I had been on this health journey my whole life. And I had these two most bizarre and rare tumors came through both of them. And one of the doctors on this team that was consulting with me, because they were like, okay, you're a lab rat and we need to study you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was happy to help. But during one of the last times we were interviewing and I'd gone through numerous tests and questionnaires and they did determine it was not genetic, which was great because I knew, okay, good. I haven't passed this weird growth tumor thing down to my children and grandchildren. One of the doctors who's a dermatologist said, I want you to go home and I want you to look for these main ingredients in the products that you use every day. And he said, I'm talking about your shampoo, your health, your skincare, your toothpaste, your deodorant, the things you wash your clothes with and spray and clean your house with, all of those and look for these main ingredients. And if they're there, I want you to get rid of them. You need to purge your home of all of these toxins because what I, what they believe is that we have so many toxins now in our world, in our water, in our air, yeah. and a lot of those we can't avoid. But so much has crept into the products that we use that now after... Well, when this second one happened, I was 50 years old. So after you think 50 years of toxic buildup, and if you have a highly sensitive body like I do, because even medications, I've never been able to take medicine. If I do, I have to take a tiny bit. They just affect me chemically. I just am super sensitive. So that made sense to me. And I go home and I seriously, Wendy, I took a trash bag and I was in tears through this whole process. Sure. I pick up a product. You're seeing dollar I, signs go down the toilet. Well, yeah. not only and then, that, I felt duped. Uh, well, of course, of course. I felt that these things were being sold. So therefore they had to be safe. Well, and think of the food industry. What 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 is leaking into our foods that we're consuming, not just the products that we're putting on. It made me sad. Yeah. And I just raked it all in. And I went on a quest at that moment, even though I'd been a health nut all my life, to, I took it to a whole new level. Whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went on that finding products, 
for my skin and everything that I used that was going to be as clean and healthy as I could. Mm -hmm. And that's what put me on this quest. And I remember very clearly sitting at a computer, just like I am now, researching and this word theosynthesis popped into my head because I was thinking of a visual and I'm such a visual and I'm such a geeky science person that photosynthesis is what popped into my head. And so the word theosynthesis, I wrote it down. Then I thought, well, I need to Google it and it didn't come up. So I Googled it again, thinking I misspelled it. It didn't come up. And I remember I pushed my chair away. I looked up and I said, God, did you just give me a word? And I'm telling you, like we're sitting here talking, I heard, yes, and I expect you to do something with it. That's beautiful. I and what that. do I do? I start arguing with God. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're, no, you're not, not talking. To me. Yeah. And seriously, this was the, the exact words I said to him. I said, God, I only have a degree in biology. This was six years ago. I do not have a degree in theology, nor do I have a doctorate. And it was almost like he was just smacking me on the head. Like, would you just back up? Would you just let me take control? Because um, I've, I've got this all laid out. And I, I could, I'm telling you, if you would have asked me six years ago, if I would have a doctorate in theology, I would have told you, uh, no, and you're crazy. But he knew, and it wasn't that I needed that for any kind of credibility. He just you know, that's what I argued with. And that's what I thought I needed to have the authority to write something like this. But I really, truly did feel completely overwhelmed, underprepared, and not worthy of being the person to write this book. Yeah, I think I can relate to that as well. And, and I think our listeners can too. And I believe that God uses so often uh, that least likely that becomes the most likely. I mean, you look at all the stories in, in his word, and it's like, whoa, little David, you know, uh, knocked out, or, or, you know, uh, knocked out Goliath. And it just, it's just, um, yeah, it's the least likely. And, and so when we argue, it's, it, we're just being put to the test. And so he, he knows our answer already. And he knows that you were a willing vessel or he wouldn't have even dropped that into your spirit. So I'm just grateful for your obedience and um, the work that you're doing. And I know that we have a big conference coming up, which is super exciting. Your, for, your very first Live Today conference in Granbury, Texas on October 14th. And I'm so excited to be a speaker um, at that event. And I'll be, of course, sharing about Visibly Fit and um, nutrition and exercise. And it'll be fantastic. But it's going to be uh, really incredible. So people can still get tickets. Is that correct? Yes. If they go to drpaulamcdonald.com okay. and click on events, you can get a ticket right there. Um, do it. Do it right now. <laughs> and let me just tell you this. Is there not a more timely time in history than right now, Wendy? And you know you're so passionate about this for us to be speaking into and bringing in these people like yourself and Dr. Terry Harmon and Sharice and Dr. Gordon Selly and Shannon Fields who are going to descend upon Granberry to really speak into people in a way that people need to hear right now. Because we all know this world, doesn't it feel like it is spinning out of control? Yeah, there is very little balance happening right now. And it's, it's, a, it's a tug of war. It's a pull. It's polar opposites rather than uh, finding a, a common fluidity and uh, in truth. And so that's what um, this conference is all about, is really sharing the truth 
about how to become healthy and well in mind, body, and spirit, and being able to walk away with tools and practical steps that they can apply right then and there that can start to change the trajectory of their life. So it is about building up our immune system. We have to be healthy and well and, and understanding what those toxins are in those products. And and I hope you're going to share that with everyone at the, at the conference, because I, I know for myself, I'd love a big list. What, what list did you, you know, check off of, okay, I will not have that in any of my products because that's going to be a game changer for people knowing what to look for. Right. Yep. And it, it, I do have a chapter on that in my book that does list some, the big, the big no-nos that are the most common, like parabens and um, those things that you can't pronounce are typically not supposed to be in stuff that we're slapping on. Because did you know that your skin is your largest organ? And in 26 seconds, what you put on this skin reaches every cell of your body. Wow. 26 seconds. That's fascinating. Whatever you're slapping on, putting on your hair, whatever it is, it's going in there, whatever you're breathing, um, that, that goes even faster. So um, it, is, it is truly important that we take our health back and we say no to those companies that are putting this stuff in. And they're doing it for, to extend shelf life yeah. and to make products last longer. And to make a dollar. And it's, or it's millions. Plastic. <laughs> it, it's plastics. It's toxins. There's a lot of things that you think... Why is that product even in there? Why would that substance be in there? Yeah, well, like, um, what did they discover even like with Subway? They were using, um, I can't think of the name because it's one of those long words, but it's it's a, a product that they use in yoga mats, in the bread, in Subway. And I think that that's been changed now, but that was one of the issues. I mean, you think even with foods, people don't realize what they're even, you know, ingesting and so um, it's it's about opening up your eyes, waking up and finding out, oh, I do have more control over my health than I realize and not being just, um, I, I guess, kind of walking in the dark. So many people just trust blindly and it's not okay. It's time to wake up. Well, and Wendy, I know that you you have this message deeply ingrained in the people that you work with. And a lot of my heart goes to those people who have gotten to a point where they feel like I'm I'm so overweight or I'm so far gone in my health that there's no path back. And that is not the truth. It is a lie. And it's from the enemy who desires for us to remain in dis-ease and sickness. Because when God said, your body is a temple, he knew he needed us to be taking care of this one vessel he gave us in charge of so that we could serve him. So look at the devil, man. He's over here going, I'm going to keep all of these people so sick and so tired and so unable to do God's work. And he wins. And so it is never too late. And that's the big message at Live Today Summit that I want everyone walking away with more than ever is that I can leave this place and it's up to me. I can do this and I can reach out to somebody like Wendy Pett who can help me who can do it in a realistic fashion. You don't have to go run half marathons. That was just me. I just, one of those weird people that loves to run, but you have such a beautiful way of exercising with just your own body and with isometrics. And I love that. And so I know people are going to get these messages 
from Dr. Terry Harmon, who's really going to speak into the immune system, that this right here, what God gave us, that is our most amazing system that we have, but we've destroyed it when we've ignored our health. Yeah. But it can be re- it can be restored to vitality as well. And it's like you said, it's never too late. All you have to do is take one little small step each and every day. And that way you can live today. Um, but it is, it's, it is taking those small little steps and it's that conquer and layer approach. You, you, you master one thing and then you, you bring on something else and you master that you bring on something else. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be a little bit at a time. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in the place of moderation kills momentum. So be careful with moderation. Um, I'm all about just kind of jumping right in, but not everyone's that way and that's okay. But it, it, it is doable and we're going to give you practical tools and steps that you can um, apply to your life today. All the speakers will. So I'm so excited. It's going to be fantastic um, with your book too. Cause I don't want to um, leave just yet. You've got so much to share. You talk so much about the spirit, God's spirit and, and how it is so important to rest in him and to allow uh, your body to um, just be still to, to pray and meditate on his word and to hear his still small, quiet voice so that you can uh, live today and by taking those steps with, with his direction and not your flesh desired direction. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the promptings of the Holy Spirit and um, some of your, your practical ways of, of getting someone to hear God's, God's word. Well, that I think you were, must have been listening in. I, I, my podcast that I'm recording today is about what is your missing piece, P-E-A-C-E. I have not and, heard that. That's good. Yes. Yeah, so, it, and I am, um, I just felt that that was the topic for today mm-hmm. and people need to hear because our world, as we both mentioned, it's crazy. People are living in fear, fear like never right. before because the media is just pumping that in, a fear, fear, fear. Everybody's got to be afraid, afraid of this, afraid of that. And that's one reason why when I left that hospital, the second time they said, Paula, you've lost a lung and a common cold could kill you. So you Mm -hmm. need to really be careful. So when all of this hit with our pandemic, pandemic, yes, I mean, I got more calls, more texts, and I know everybody meant very well. Oh my gosh, Paula, you're 60 years old and you're going to die. I'm like, thanks for letting me know that. Yeah, let me just <laughs> shift those words. <laughs> yes. And I said, you know what? That's why when I left that hospital, I remember having this conversation with myself. Okay, am I going to live in a bubble? Do I have to be living like, oh my gosh, anybody sneezes around me, I'm going to get sick and die? And I decided right then that that is not the God that I follow. Mm-hmm. He is not a God of fear. And he doesn't want me to live in fear. He wants me to live fully and abundantly every day. And that live today is when that popped into my head. I have it on my license plate. And the reason it's spelled the way it is, L-I-V, the number two and day, is because it fit on a license plate. Oh, funny. (laughs) (laughs) There's a practical reason for that. I wanted it to just be everywhere I went. I wanted that to be the message that I shared is that life is about living. Don't get to the end of your life and think, oh, I was so careful that I didn't live. Right. And that's not that's not what God wants for any of us. No. And you talk about abundantly connecting with God and abundantly has so many different um, words uh, around that word, like freely, um, plentifully, everywhere, extensively. So extensively connecting with God. And Mm -hmm. so that's like 
moment by moment extensively. And if we start to live our life like that, as opposed to, um, again, just doing our own thing, then we become more in balance and we don't have the, the issues of being in, uh, in, in that chaotic time stamped place that so many people are, are caught up in right now. So let's talk a little bit too about, um, uh, the importance of, of sleep and rest and active rest and, and what that is exactly. Yes. I'm really have learned that I was, I'm always been very type a and go, 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 go. And you get to a point where you realize that's not how God designed us either. He did design us with times of rest, our week to have times of rest away from work. And we somehow found ourselves in this world where you get honored and glorified for all this work that you're doing. But I have learned to really, if I'm tired, I stop. If I need to go to bed at 6.30 at night, there's sometimes I just turn to my husband, I say, I got to go to bed. And he's learned just to let me because I feel that I'm the energizer bunny who now the the battery is like, and I have to to listen to that. But also, so there's that physical rest, but there's also the spiritual rest. And that's the resting that I think is the most important that people say, I really want to come to your Bible study, but I'm just, I'm just so busy. But yet, God's put it on their heart, right? Mm-hmm. He needs that time with you. He needs that time when you're just either sitting and listening to Him, or you're in prayer talking to Him, or you're just immersed in His Word. And then I, I also hear this, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty because I pray at night and then I fall asleep. Oh, and my comment, that. That, my comment to that yeah, is, <laughs> what a beautiful way to fall asleep in God's arms. <laughs> That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah. But we need to learn that it's okay to take time and to say no to things mm-hmm. and to rest. So it's it that's so important, that physical but spiritual rest. And then also just the fun rest where you're doing something that you love. Like you just went on a wonderful vacation. I did. And you pulled yourself away from everything. And it was went, hard to come back, I have to admit. If those <laughs> pictures look glorious. Oh, Alaska was amazing. Yes, Mm -hmm. for sure. But yeah, the active rest is so important and, you know, not just resting on the Sabbath. Yes, that is very important. But what about resting, like you're saying, just in everyday moments? And so um, my husband and I, we listen to whole tones a lot. I love that. Yes, it's so good. And so listening to those tonality, um, those tones as we're working, or just um, maybe we take a 10 minute break and just shut our eyes. I like to get by the window and let the sun beat on my face and just close my eyes and just start listing off gratitudes and just letting God talk to me. And man, that's, that's like active rest. And it's, it's it's like recharging. Mm -hmm. So um, it's so good. Well, what is um, one of your, I guess, go-to protocols of, of um, your exercise and your, the way that you stay active with your health, with your, your workouts? Well, for me, I've had to change a lot. I know you were, yeah, you were a runner and yes. I've had to change a lot of things because when you have spinal cord surgery and then you have where they cut your chest open from front to back and they cut your, they open up your ribs. So at that age, your ribs actually break and it's cutting through a lot of chest and back muscles. And I know that's a lot more information that people want. However, that means I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of scar tissue and a lot of pain 
that I just, it's just constant. So I, part of my regimen is not just exercise, which now is more walking or an elliptical, something that's not jarring for me. And um, it's hard because I really, I really want to run. My last really big race was 10 miles in the woodlands. And at the end of that race, I felt like I was drinking, I was trying to drink air or suck air out of a straw, a tiny little straw. And they had to give me oxygen. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, I've just had to take, make some changes. Yeah. But I also love what I've learned um, from you. And those are just that I can stand there, I can lean into my counter, and that's I can right do 20 right. push ups right go. there. Okay. Right? Right. 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 Brush my teeth, do my 20 push ups, and then come back later on. If I'm washing my hands, stop, do 20 more. When I'm driving, I can do my arms that's on right. the steering wheel. That's so I, can, I can take my stomach muscles and pull those in because those stomach muscles have really taken a beating because I can't, there's a lot of things I just physically cannot do sure. or I pay for it later in, in pain. So there's always uh, a way. And sometimes it, it just takes a mindset shift of saying, you know what, it doesn't mean that uh, I'm all washed up, like, because yeah. I'm not oh. able to do this activity like I used to. It's right. just shifting the mindset and saying, oh, okay, I'm going to shift the way my body moves and and do this instead and do more stretching and and do more functional type fitness that will help you over the long haul uh, for just functional living. And so that's what you're doing. And I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Um, but yeah, when you said brushing your teeth and doing pushups, I'm like, hmm, I've never done that one. Maybe I'll try some, squ- I do squats with, with brushing well, my teeth. Well, after but- <laughs> I brush my teeth. Oh, I'm like, that's going to be right impressive. There. Brushing yeah. your teeth no, no, and no. pushups. <laughs> you yeah, are talented. toothbrush standing here. <laughs> That's so great. Well, I am so looking forward to the Live Today conference. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to meet the rest of the speakers and spend time with you. And if you are listening and you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, or even if you're not, and you want to just fly in, it is so worth it. Go to Dr. Paula McDonald.com and get your tickets today. But it's also where you can find her book and her resources and all the wonderful things that Dr. Paula has to share with you. So make sure you go to drpaulamcdonald.com and learn more there. So thank you so much for being oh, a guest you. on Visibly Fit. Uh, you're amazing. I love you dearly like a sister. Oh, and well, we um, are sisters in Christ. Amen. Yes, sisters we are. from another mister. That's and, right. <laughs> and mother. Yes. <laughs> and so I can't wait to see you in Texas in your home state. And oh, I'm excited. Uh, just it's going to be wonderful. And the message that Wendy has for everyone, it's I, I just love it so much, Wendy, because you reach people that don't think they have a chance anymore. And I just love that. And I'm praying that God's going to bring every person there that truly needs to hear this message from you because it you're right you there's so many other ways to change the mindset of getting fit and healthy again so thank you for what you do oh thank you you're awesome bless you my friend and uh we'll see you in a few weeks okay love you for being on the podcast love you too bye-bye well that's a wrap for today's show so thank you so much for tuning in i love spending this time with you to learn more and get more free resources just head on over to wendypet.com and thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast following and subscribing not only to this podcast but finding me on social media instagram youtube facebook wherever you are i'm probably there too until next week in our next podcast time together make it a visibly fit day